This is Orange Perspective Podcast. I, of course, am Jason Thompson, and I am here with a guest, Caleb Wu. Hello, Hi, Caleb. hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Yeah, it was a nice little uh, trip into uh, Kentucky. So Yeah, that, that, let's talk about where you're from. Uh, I'm actually from Dallas, uh, Texas, to be specific. You know, the great state of Texas. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's nice being uh, here in Kentucky, like I said earlier. I mean, you literally just like uh, landed just maybe like an hour ago, two hours ago. That that we did. Uh, it was uh, nice. I came in with two other managers, Hannah and Jeff. Uh, both of them are breakout managers. Uh, right. and so it was Shout nice out to... to- Texas right now. That's right. That's right. So you are a fairly new manager. You haven't been around. You haven't actually managed anything yet. Um, tell us about that. What What are you doing in, in Plano? So currently right now, we're still in the construction phase uh, with Activate, but uh, I've been uh, adventuring out to Louisville every now and then, getting some training live over there at those locations. Uh, it's uh, a lot as far as Dallas goes, uh, construction. You know, it's just we're getting up the frames and everything like that we're putting in the mdf uh we're getting closer and closer you're using all kind of words that i have no idea what you're talking about no what mdf maybe somebody doesn't know what mdf is what's that uh it's a uh like a sound uh dampening uh board uh so it goes on on top of the drywall uh it helps us uh install a lot of our equipment it's uh, a little so bit you're easier. you're in the middle of that process like yes, you're yeah. not just managing right now you are helping with construction Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's there's there's quite a bit that's going on. I'm trying to wear as many hats as I can to help the team out as much as I can. Uh, but uh, it's yeah, it's a little bit of the construction right now. Well, OK, let's walk us walk us through, you know, what you were hired. What was your hire date? Uh, I believe I came on board right around the uh, last year's uh, retreat in Tennessee. Uh, so when we all went out right before, right before. Yes. Yeah. uh, Because it was like the week before, right? That is correct. So I flew into to Plano and did some interviews and we did dinner. Yeah. And then the next morning I said, Hey, can you come meet me again for coffee? I want to, I want to make sure that we're making the right decision. And then you, we offered you the job and you were like, yes. And that was, man, that was the end of, that was September-ish, right? That, that, that it was. Yeah. That was right around September. Uh, And believe it or not, there's a little bit of a story that came on with that. So like I actually showed up like 45 minutes early because I was like, I didn't really know who Activate was and everything like that. And so I was wanting to- To dinner that night. Yeah, exactly. And so I was there a little bit early and I told the uh, hostess to, you know, give me fair warning when you actually arrived and so that we could just walk to the table together. And I was actually, it's like a three-story restaurant that we were like dining at for dinner. And so I was in the like uh, first floor uh, in one of their lounge areas and it was like, 20 minutes or maybe 15 minutes past uh, the actual time that we uh-huh. were supposed to be Oh, meeting. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, what's going on? And so I ended up texting Corey and Corey was like, Jason's already been sitting down for like 15 minutes. And at that point I was like freaking out. And so I ran <laughs> up to the hostess and was just like, have you know, Jason arrived already? And she was like, right. yes, he's already arrived. So I thought it was actually kicking off to a really horrible start. I wasn't actually it sure. It was, guys, it was kicking off to it, a horrible, horrible start. Yeah, you were not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was, I was super nervous about everything. I did yeah. not think you were going to be giving me a call back after everything. Yeah, uh, I didn't either. Yeah, not at the beginning. <laughs> right. Uh, but you won me over by the end of that conversation. It, the the dinner did go very well uh you know i was very pleased with what activate had and i was very excited to be you know a part of something like this that i am now uh, but in that point in time it was very nerve-wracking for my and so i was 
like I said, just a little bit nervous and it was, you know, very appreciative on my part that you guys brought me on board. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, that's a funny story because most of the time those do not end very well uh, <laughs> if exactly. someone is 15 or 20 minutes late to an interview. But we... Especially with the owner too. You know, right. I know, right? Especially with the owner. Yeah. Me, no. Um, no, it worked out great. And uh, by the end of that conversation, I was, you know, 99% sure that you had won me over and then we had coffee and it was like, yes, this is our guy and you've proven to be that. And unfortunately... Uh, we thought we were going to be opening, I mean, what, uh, November? That was the original plan. And, yeah. you know, just like with the construction and everything like that, it's just kind of gotten pushed back further and further. And there, it's understandable. There's some obstacles that, you know, you can't really uh, push, you know, a little bit further out uh, as far as time goes. Uh, you know, we were expecting to... Um, I guess have a lot of the blueprints done as far as our capacity right. goes right, and right. changed. Uh, we ended up having to add another bathroom in. Yeah. And so that extended out everything quite a bit. And so, I mean, it, it, there are some unforeseen uh, obstacles that came into play, uh, but uh, overall, I, I mean, we, we really just want to, you know, I can't wait for us to get open. Uh, it's, yeah. that's something that I'm just, you know, really just wait i'm sure i mean i want to hit the ground running and uh, when we do hit the ground running i want to hit it pretty hard yeah and and you've you've had plenty of time to be trained so you should be exactly you should be good to go well that's awesome well let's talk about um uh who caleb Wu is as a person what what do you like to do in your spare time caleb well currently i'm spending uh quite a bit of time uh doing some grilling Uh, i love being outside uh getting to smoke a lot of uh obviously from Texas, brisket. Uh, and I actually just cooked uh, a brisket the other day or smoked a brisket the other day. Uh, and it was probably one of the shortest briskets I've ever smoked. So usually when I smoke a brisket, it's like between 12 and like 18 hours. Okay. This one was like eight hours. And so I was really interested as far as how it was going to turn out. It turned out like pretty good. So yeah. you just have like a smoker in the back? Uh, we do. I have an offset smoker as well as a, an egg and then uh, a regular like, you know, Grill, okay. Just to kind of. And who do you sticks. eat the brisket with? You make all this brisket. Who do you eat it with? Uh, so I have uh, one older brother and then two younger sisters. We both uh, live in the house together, and then um, I also have quite a bit of cousins and a lot of family actually just scattered in and around Texas. So yeah. uh, it doesn't matter where I go if I call, you know, or put a, a message out saying, you know, I've got some. I brisket. got brisket. Yeah, you know, everyone. Everybody coming. comes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you make sides too, or are you just a brisket guy and everybody uh, brings? Believe the sides? it or not, as good as I am at cooking some of the meats I I've done, uh, I'm really horrible at doing at sides. sides. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so I usually leave the sides up to uh, my sisters. Uh, they're they're pretty good at that. Uh, my uh, one of my youngest sister actually is really good at baking. She does a lot of the desserts and stuff like that. The one uh, above her is uh, really good at doing like roasted vegetables. And so it's, it's a really good combination between nice. all of us. My brother, my older brother usually just gets to, you know, give us his opinion. Uh, he doesn't know, cook at all. He just eats. Yeah. He just, he just eats. <laughs> it's not that he doesn't cook at all. I okay. mean, it's just, you know, in comparison to what we're doing, you know, it's, it's just a little different, a, a little low level. Yeah, you know, uh, mac and cheese. You a little know, bit. Velveeta. <laughs> <laughs> mac and cheese. What is Velveeta anyway? Um, so that that's that's really cool. So what I'm taking from that part of the conversation is that whenever I arrive again in Plano, that I will be served some brisket. Oh, most definitely. Most I would definitely. love to. In fact, so okay. here's another short story. I also travel around with a portable grill in my vehicle, <laughs> in my truck. So. Wow, you are an interesting fellow. Yeah, yeah. 
so you literally have a portable grill, so you're going to bring that to activate. I, I definitely can't, although if I'm going to be doing managing. a brisket, I might need to get a little bit bigger of a grill, <laughs> which I have been on the market for. It, there are some grills out there that you can attach to your truck. It's almost like a trailer-style offset smoker, and oh, definitely uh, where it's at. Only in Texas do we have these kind of conversations, <laughs> home, but uh, I love it, um, and can't wait to try your brisket. Uh, let's talk about you as a manager. Um, I know other managers love to hear different thoughts, different background, different uh, skill sets that uh, each of you have. Uh, what What would you say are some of the skills that you are bringing to the table as a manager? So my background comes from a, a business marketing and sales background. So the majority of my previous employment has been in sales in some way, shape or form. Uh, I've built on that uh, over the years and then through the last probably like five to seven years, moved into management um, and then slowly started to get more in depth into sales as well as obtaining more responsibilities. Uh, I moved from the sales floor into the finance office uh, and to kind of uh, go back a little bit, I'm most previous employment was in the auto industry. Um, we were uh, a pre-owned dealership selling uh, Teslas or EV vehicles, just any one of them in general, which were mainly Teslas. That's about all that's in the market. Yeah. Uh, but I I did finance for them for a while and then ended up taking a general sales manager role. So that allowed me to, one, get a, a little bit of management under my belt as well as still continue hitting, you know, targets as far as sales go, um, hitting numbers. And then one, just as far as finance goes, protecting the integrity of the dealership at that point. You know, it was my job to let the individual who's actually stepping into our place of business know everything that they're legally obligated to get at the same time, you know, what is the best deal, you know, what we can offer them and then, you know, just provide the highest level of customer service. So, so what part of that, or parts of that background are you bringing to Activate that you think translate and how it translates to your job at Activate as a manager? One of the things I definitely would think would correlate would be the high level of customer service. You know, I spend a lot of time making sure that each and every individual who walks through that front door is treated with like the utmost respect and they understand everything that we do have to offer. I think that's something that's super important when you're coming in to Activate, you know, making sure that, you know, you're greeting them with a smile that at any point in time, you know, when someone's walking past, we used to have this rule, uh, if anyone's within uh, an arm length to two arm lengths of you, you need to be talking to them, saying hello, is everything okay, getting an update, I you like know, that, that yeah. way you at least know when something is not going according to plan, or if it is going great, you can turn around and ask for a referral or get, you know, something else out of it from them or yeah. offer them something. I like that idea a lot. I think that translates to our other businesses as well. Um, you know, I think sometimes with Breakout, the game master is focused on the group. And so they are obviously engaging them. Mm -hmm. But what you're saying is if you were managing a Breakout, you would say to all of your team members, if you're passing them in the hallway, you say hello oh, as well definitely. and not just put your head down. Or at Vinaigrette, same way, when a, a guest comes up to the line or is up there, it's not just the person who is helping that particular person, but you are always saying hi, whether you're close to them. I like that rule a lot. Maybe we should apply that. Yeah, it's it's worked out well for me. And uh, at the same time, I, I think that's something that we're definitely going to be implementing over at the Activate Plano location, uh, along with a few other 
a few other things. Yeah. You got some some ideas. Yes, that, what, that idea. You, you want to tell us a couple of those ideas? Uh, well, uh, one of the things that I've uh, been, you know, previewed to uh, jumping on board here was uh, getting to read some books. I think that's going to be something that's going to be super important is reading uh, materials that will help everyone, uh, you know, as a company, as a whole, you know, move forward in the right direction. And those are going to be things that, you know, I think if we set some time aside, maybe whether it be 10 minutes uh, or five minutes in the day, you know, we just kind of go through what that book is telling us, you know, what are we getting from it, understanding their concept or how they're interpreting it. That way, if we're all not on the same page, we can all get there. Yeah, I will not argue with that, you got me 100% on board with uh, reading books. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love books, as you know. Um, do you have any books in mind? Uh, there was one that you did uh, recently uh, provide to me, and it was, I'm trying to remember the name of the lady who wrote it. Uh, was this um, maybe Impact Players? This was Impact Players, oh, yes, okay. uh, but I'm, I can't remember her name. Uh, Liz the, Wiseman? Yes, Liz right? Wiseman, yeah. that was it, that is okay. it. Uh, so Liz had some great analogies that she brought to the table. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things that she talked about was um, a lot, well, she had a lot of sports references, which I'm also really quick to get on board. Uh, But one of the things she was talking about was how to find impact players within your organization, how to make uh, yourself uh, a better impact player. Obviously, it's like going back to one of those references, you got to take the thorn out of your own eye before you can Mm -hmm. help others. So it's it's one thing to make myself a better impact player, but once I've made myself a better impact player, I can help others get on that same track. And that is really what develops and builds a strong core, a strong team. And that's what I want to be able to do over at the activate plane location. Is Yeah. I think a lot of people have this, a lot of managers have this question is they obviously are at that level of impact players. They're doing a great job. They know how to do it, but how do you ignite your team to be able to do this, and how do you do it when you're not looking or you're not there? Mm-hmm. Do you have any suggestions? Well, there one you probably need to start reading the Impact Players book. <laughs> <you know? laughs> uh, but uh, oh, beyond that, uh, there there's a, a lot of strategies that they have in play. Uh, some of them are going to be um, just how you actually, uh, you know, build your daily routine how you're, you know, a a lot of them refer to, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you know, what do you start with? What are you going to do after that? And, you know, building the right routine uh, will help you, you know, kind of understand some of their uh, background, some of their tactics, why they're wanting you to do certain things. Um, And then on top of that, uh, they they go through quite a bit of actual uh, strategies. And I've got most of them written down. uh, Yeah. And I'm like I said, I, I would like to introduce them uh, as much as possible in small little, in small little doses. Times because whatever, at the yeah, end of the day, um, and she Liz references yeah. this in the book. You know, you don't want to overwhelm everyone. Yeah. So, as much as uh, information you have built up, you know, you can't just unload all of it and then expect everyone to retain it. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, you want to re- re- you know release release it in small doses, but at the same time. You want to make sure that you're still moving along to keep yep. on pace. You know, you want to make a schedule, keep everyone on it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's a good point. I think it's hard um, to do that because 
what we want to do is once we absorb something, then we're just like a floodgate, right? Yes. Um, and it's almost like baptism by fire, if you've heard of that analogy yes. or um, metaphor. It's like you just want it's it's too much, mm-hmm. um, and we have to. I, I'm that way. Uh, I just want to like if I've got someone like you, I'm just like read these ten books and have it. Uh, report to me by tomorrow or whatever mm. um and you want everybody to get it so fast but it, it, we don't learn that way we mm-hmm. learn by experience and in small little steps and especially the the type of team member that you're going to have they're going to be young they're going to be inexperienced um and maybe probably a little immature as well and so they're learning and growing at a and this is their beginning steps mm-hmm. um so we um, we have to go you know slow. I think that's a that's a really good point. Speaking not, not moving a, a, a beyond books, staying on this topic for a minute. Do you have a favorite all time book that you would recommend? Favorite all time, uh, the Bible. You know, coming from Texas. No, man, I <laughs> knew you were going to say the Bible. Uh, no, uh, there's there's quite a books that I've read. A lot of them have been um, from other entrepreneurs uh and so i one right off the top of my head i probably can't give you one other than the impact players i really do like the impact players uh, <laughs> uh but that being said uh i'm in the past been real deep on you know sales books marketing books trying you. to figure out how to uh help build uh your sales while at the same time you know not lose that one particular thing that you have that makes you unique as a business yeah uh, and so most most of the books and stuff like that that I read, although currently I am like dabbling a little bit into like the Lord of the Rings, but those are completely irrelevant. You're reading? <laughs> no, it's not re- irrelevant at all. I'm a huge believer, uh, and Ben's over there like telling us that he's excited that you're reading Lord of the Rings. Um, I- I'm a huge believer in reading fiction and novels because it, it, it helps creativity. Um, it, I think creativity can get stifled if we're only reading books like um, Impact Players. Mm-hmm. I think those are really important. But what novels do, fiction does, and especially Tolkien, right? Mm-hmm. He's like creating this world, this magical, mythical world, and it helps you see our world in a little bit different light. Um, and each author that you're reading, is it's their take on the world in some way. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I don't think that that is uh, out of the realm of uh, good books and suggestions at all. I think people should be reading um, novels and fiction as, as much as possible. So the next question I want to ask you is one that comes up a lot when we're talking about our company. Um, and in particular, there are some stories related to Breakout. Not necessarily Activate yet because it's so new, but in your past experience at different jobs, do you have any horror stories that you remember or you could recall and tell us? Well, uh I would hate to say that I've got a few because that would just look really bad. But at the same time... I think time, maybe we all have a few, right? <laughs> right. Uh, I definitely have one that comes to mind. Uh, and this one was... This one was just... It was first for me. Uh, I've never come across something like this situation. And so what I... And just to kind of catch everyone, this is what happened. So this uh, lady came in to... Uh, her and her husband came in to buy a vehicle when I was working at uh, one of the dealerships. Uh, I won't say which one. Uh, but uh, they were very great customers. Uh, they were, you know, not, I guess we could say, picky. They didn't really know uh, what they were looking for, so we guided them in the right direction. They were great to work with. They were um, they were a very nice couple. At the end of the day, 
they had been at the dealership uh, for quite some time. And in being at the dealership, if you've ever gone to the dealership to buy a car, sometimes you know that it can take quite a bit of time and you end up getting caught there for, you know, a few hours. Especially if you're haggling back and forth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> we try not to do that. Though, you know, it's, uh, but no, yeah. So they, they had were, been there for a while. They had been there for a while. And the wife had ended up ordering a uh, sandwich from Jimmy John's. The sandwich actually arrived after they had finished uh, going through some of the initial uh, paperwork. So we actually ended up selling them a vehicle. Uh, but because of the length of time that they were there, they did not want to sit for the second part of it and go through the finance part to pick up uh, all the other background uh uh, finance information that they wanted to purchase. I think there were some warranties and stuff like that, that they were trying to buy. Uh, so they ended up leaving and the sandwich arrived like 10 minutes after they had left. Well, the sandwich sat up at the front receptionist that she had already paid for it as you know, when you purchase Jimmy John's, you pay ahead of time. And so she had left the sandwich up there. She went home, I guess at some point in time she had turned around and remembered she had ordered a sandwich. Well, she came back to the dealership to pick it up. Well, one of our salesmen, I guess, was just extra hungry and ended up <laughs> eating her sandwich, knowing that it was a guest sandwich. And I was like, what? What are you doing? And he was just like, oh, I was very hungry. And she, <laughs> oh, I you was know, very she, hungry. she had ordered the sandwich and left. And he's like, I didn't think she would return. And I was like, this is like worst case scenario, you know, now she's up at the front and what made it even worse was the receptionist actually told her straight to her face. One of our salesmen just ate your sandwich. And I was just like, there was no way to sugarcoat anything. There was no way to just, you oh know, gosh. make it, uh, even. So what'd you do? Like, did she end up buying a car or did she just walk out? Well, this took uh, quite a bit of customer service, uh, and so we ended up, you know, sitting her down. She was not so happy at the time. Uh, we gave her a uh, gift card that was significantly no, 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 no. This was a gift card that she could use uh, a Visa gift card that she could uh, use anywhere, and okay. it was significantly higher than what she had paid for the for subway. The Jimmy Jones? Yeah. yeah, and so uh, it was. Um, as good as it could have gotten for the situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, and at that, they still bought the car. We were very, very thankful for them. But that being said, she probably will think twice about before she returns. Definitely probably won't order any food at our <laughs> location. <laughs> probably not. That is that is crazy that anybody would just pick up somebody else's sandwich if they don't even know why it's there and eat it. That seems absolutely yes. absurd to me. But those things happen. And I think this is a good illustration of how we would want to um, respond in a negative situation because either giving a gift card or just ordering Jimmy John's on the spot or having somebody run and go get Jimmy John's say, what do you want? I'm going to go get it right now. I'm going to bring it back. Um, we would definitely want to respond like that. Um, but that, that's a quite of a, quite a horror story. Well, let me end with one more serious question. One thing that comes up a lot with managers and all of us as leaders is how we lead our team and how we relate to our team. So I think there's a balance. Um, you want to have a relationship with your team. 
Um, you want to have a personal relationship with your team. You want to be vulnerable, but there is a line to be drawn and there's a line that can be crossed and it has been crossed in our company a few times, unfortunately. Um, but not necessarily way over the line. It's just like barely over the line that still that line has been crossed. What, what do you do in, uh, your management style and your leadership to make sure that you set the right boundaries and and what are those? Well, I think one is going to be leading by example. Uh, you know, showing others how to act at work, uh, how to treat others at work is going to be super, super important. At the end of the day, I think also open communication, being communicating with not just your employees, but uh, also your higher ups, uh, everyone in management. That way you can stay on point, stay in heading in the right direction, so to say, and make sure that you know, obviously by leading by example, everyone else is trying to follow you uh, down the right path. And I, I think that would be the key for us in Activate uh, in Plano uh, to kind of build a solid core team is just making sure that uh, the ideas that you want, the ideas that everyone else has as far as Activate goes are something that I understand as a uh, leader. And then I can turn around and teach them by showing them how we need to act, how we need to talk to guests, how we need to, you know, treat certain situations and, and just kind of by example, hope that they start following and picking up on that. And if they're not, then, you know, we can turn around and have that little sit down. You know? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's, it's so interesting because you spend so much time with the people at work mm-hmm. and it's easy to start fudging those lines a little bit and mm-hmm. get too comfortable around people that report to you. Mm-hmm. And as we will probably say a lot from here on out, as a manager, you have power mm-hmm. and because of that power, you have greater responsibility. And I, I think that that has been said so much, but it has to be said all the time. It has to be in the forefront of our mind, knowing that whatever we do is different in a different dynamic mm-hmm. than if it's peer-to-peer um, in that relationship. So thank you for that answer. Thank you for all these answers. Well, Thanks for being on this show. Thank you this for is having the, me over. the first real episode or the first, yeah, the first episode of this uh, new season. Mm-hmm. And um, we wish you all the luck uh, down in Plano at Activate. Hopefully we'll eventually get open. Yeah. Hopefully it will be yeah. pretty soon. Hope Maybe by the time people are actually listening to this and we post <laughs> it, it will be open and you'll be uh, guns blazing down there. Oh, not literally guns blazing, but yeah, you can't get bring it. Guns it's Texas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you'll be uh, you'll be just open and ready to go. And, oh yeah, uh, and going I, well. I definitely see us opening uh, in the near future, very very soon. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we have gotten to a point to where you can start seeing everything. Yeah, and, uh, that's exciting. I just can't wait. So. You can't wait. All can't right. Wait. Well, we can't wait to be down there. We can't wait to get guests in the door. And thanks again so much for um, all your wisdom that you've shared. And uh, we look forward to what you're going to do with our company, man. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thanks.